Hello and welcome to Worship Conversations, a podcast by Awakened Generation. We are a worship missions organisation based in Singapore with a passion to equip and empower the church in all things worship. And we are back with another Mentor Me episode where we discuss questions about life we all probably have as we desire to worship and live for the Lord. On today's episode, we chat with Ian Chiu about practical ways after we've responded to the Lord's invitation. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to episode three of Mentor Me. And I'm here with our special guest, Mr. Ian Chiu. Hello. Who was in our last deep dive episode. And since he's here, we should just pick his brain and ask him to mentor us. So mentor us. <laughs> Question? Sure. <laughs> Okay, so today we have an incredible, a wonderful question. Um, so in our re- recent convergence, um, there was an altar call given uh, to those who feel called to full-time ministry, mm. right? And yeah. so this person has a question. Hi. I'm going to read the question now, by the way. So, hi. I would like to know more on how to navigate this journey of giving our yes to God despite the challenges like naysayers or resistance um, and how not to over-spiritualize the entire experience or journey. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay, so I think we, we, we might have some experience in this matter. Um, so let's start with the first half. Is that sure. how to navigate this journey of giving our yes to God? Yeah. Thoughts. Well, I, yeah. I think first, first of all, uh, navigating. Uh, I mean, according to the word, that naysayers or resistance. Yeah. I think first of all is to actually have a posture of humility mm. and openness mm. to that. You know, because I think uh, more often than not, these people who who perhaps don't fully understand what the conviction is in our hearts. They are speaking out of a place of well intention or good yeah. intentions, yeah. you know, where it's a loved one, your family, your parents. So for me, for example, you know, when I first stepped into uh, AG, Awakened Generation as a staff, uh, you know, there, there were people in my family that might have been a little bit skeptical because it was a new ministry. Um, I was taking a very a significant pay cut mm. from what I was earning from my previous corporate job. So these are legitimate like concerns that people voice out, right? Yeah. Um, so I think first of all is to have that posture of humility, right. you know, and to, uh, you know, try to hear past the initial, I guess, hostility yeah. uh, or any form of criticism, but to hear like, okay, is there any truth in what they're saying? And if it's and if there isn't, or or rather if there is uh, a conviction in your heart then it's not to let it uh, get to you mm-hmm. best as you can is to you know dust it off shake it off <laughs> um and yeah. but but right. to but to still honor and love them right. you know because um yeah time will tell in 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 essence yes. you know yeah so i mean that, that that's my first thought yeah 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 and i think it's so important to spend time before the lord and like actually have the like after saying yes to the lord right there'll be a lot of times where you actually like swing between anxiety about what you just said yes to yeah. and uh, and then complete excitement right so you swing between the two all the time but if you don't have the assurance of like yes this is where the Lord is leading me this is really the Lord's invitation for me 
then I think it's hard to have those conversations. And when naysayer comes, you get swung left and right, left and right, left and right. Yeah. Yeah, because we really need that that deep conviction um, from the Lord. And I think personally for me, um, I actually came to those decisions, like this conviction very, very... It took a while. It took months actually from first saying yes um, to then, I think it was like nearly seven or eight months in the making before I actually felt like a lot of peace and conviction to begin the process of mm. um, what God was asking me to do. Um, and so, yeah, and I think um, having spiritual mentors... Um, that can speak into your life, that yeah. know where you are at, that really hear from God um, and are walking um, in alignment with Him. I think having those people around really helps to bring courage um, and to also bring discernment because sometimes when you're caught up with all the emotions, right, it's very hard to like, like really know. Sometimes like, you, you feel very emotional because after all, a lot of these decisions yeah. can be very difficult. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's like what you say, so it's good to actually have mature leaders yeah. or even peers you yeah. know that you trust to actually speak truth to you yeah. uh, lovingly and so they because you know we often have blind spot ourselves as well right. um, so that's a very practical way of you know navigating through certain things like that it's to actually process it with someone else whom you trust yeah. and whom you know that you can depend on or like um, for, for their godly advice and, and yeah. counsel and wisdom and they will be able to give you another perspective, you know, or sometimes bringing affirmation yeah. also. Because yeah. um, you're, you're obviously going to deal with many different voices, That's you right. know, uh, that, that may going to sow doubt and, and, and unbelief in your heart. So um, ultimately, you, you want to surround yourself with godly advice, people mm-hmm. that you know and that you can trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to gatekeep also, like the voices that you're allowing into your into your heart or into your your spirit, because um really there will be a lot of people that will say a lot of things um and if you go to every single person to ask for advice like I think you will really be so confused it will be even harder okay so it's very important to just gatekeep that that who you allow to speak into your life as well and a good judge of a person who you like I feel lah um my advice like a person that you you can share these things with is someone who um, will not be quick to say yes or no but will say things like let me bring it before the Lord and mm. then they will go off and then they will come back really with like words um, and it's mm. never really to say like yes you should do it or no you shouldn't it's more like I hear this from the Lord I lean into this uh, for you I know, a few people like that are really like you know yeah. solid I mean like <laughs> For example, uh, I remember when, you know, I I had the full-time calling in my life, mm. like my burden for full-time calling earlier in when I was just actually still a student. Mm. But, you know, it was through the wise counsel of my pastor at that time and even my, my family that, you know, perhaps I should study first, get some work experience. And being young then, you know, I thought that, why do I need to waste you my know, time? Yeah. yeah, but but you know, ultimately, like I I, I listen to that That's advice right. and and you know I honored uh, my my parents in that way, right. and looking back, like it's only on hindsight reflecting, you realize that hey, that was actually really wise advice that you know I was able to draw this experience in a corporate world and actually be a greater value to like whatever ministry right. I'm going into, but. At the same time, it doesn't. This doesn't mean that it's everybody's journey. Yeah. There are people who step into ministry like right off from university. Yeah. You know, if you are called, yeah, that's great. But 
I think there's no one formula for everybody's journey and navigating into full-time ministry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the thing with naysayers, like, okay, let's talk about parents, okay? Shall we talk about parents? <laughs> you already spoke about, like, your family members, like, kind of having well-intentioned concerns. Um, and I think all of us will experience that, especially if you grow up in Singapore and Malaysia and, like, Asian cultures. Um... Uh, whether they say or not, I think most parents have a Singapore dream for their kids. Uh, my, I think my parents' dream for me was to be like the civil servant. You know, the model civil servant. Um, so when then, one day I just sat down with my father and just told him like, I feel like I need to quit my job and go to like full-time ministry. My father was like, he said, basically said everything I expected him to say lah mm. as an Asian dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like what you said um, earlier was so good. Actually, it was the Holy Spirit that forced me to have that conversation with my dad because I could very well just make the decision. I mean, I'm an adult. I could make a decision without my parents covering by right. Um, but I think it was so important that the Holy Spirit was like, no, I, I want you to go and honor your parents and mm. share with them. And I said, okay, if you want me to share, you have to help me. Yeah, because I... I I have, you know, we have all, all this baggage with our parents. Like, you know, uh, it's very difficult sometimes to, to have these deep conversations because then you get triggered, they get triggered, then like, ah, then you fight. Um, but then one day I just sat down with my father and I just shared with him from my heart, really honestly from my heart. And he said everything he was, he, he basically lah, he said no lah. Like, mm. bad idea, terrible, you sure? And he keeps saying, you sure, you sure? And then at the end he said this, no, like, this is the clincher. He said, uh, but it's your life, you can do what you want. Right. <laughs> I was like, you're not wrong. <laughs> But then I, I just remembered like I keep having to fight down like my 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 walls. Mm. Uh, I was really ready, ready to put my guts up and say mm. like okay no that I just do what I want lah. Yeah. And I just felt the Holy Spirit just say like no, just be vulnerable, just be vulnerable, just be vulnerable. Yeah. And I yeah. remember I just told him like the reason why I want to tell you is because I want your blessing lah. Mm. Right? It's like I don't want to mm. go into this and my parents disagree. You know, mm. or they don't have their full blessing and yeah. and I think that shifted something in my dad. Mm. Yeah, and then he, he prayed something after that was like, I totally think it's not him. I think it's Holy Spirit pray one. But like, he basically released me to the Lord. Mm. You know, and then after that, like just like a year, less than a year later, he found out that I was joining AG and then, um, and, and you know, having to, we are all missionaries, right? So, um, and then he just asked me one question, you know, are you happy? And I said, yeah, I'm the happiest. Like, I really feel like in the center of God's purposes for my life. And he was like, okay, Ken. I was like, Wow. Happy well, just really like this is the Holy Spirit's work in him. So I think for yeah. all of us who say yes to the Lord and we, yeah. we are really venturing the full time ministry, I think it's important to also recognize that the Lord is also working in our parents, whether they are believers or non believers. Yeah. God is also working in them as much as He's working in us. Yeah. And so we don't want to deny God that chance mm. to to work in our parents. So sometimes we really do have to give it time, mm. watch and wait, you know, ask the Holy yeah. Spirit to give opportunities for conversation. That's really good. Yeah. Mm. And okay, then we come to this part about don't over-spiritualize. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> um, I think what this, this question perhaps is, is trying to, to ask is, you know, what are practical steps mm. or practical ways to navigate uh, going to ministry? And yeah. what, what, I've, what I've been sharing with, you know, some of the students that have been actually asking me this in our one-to-one times um, I like I like to kind of draw the illustration of how ships would navigate in in in, um, in ports, okay. right? So um, you can go search this out, but there's this thing called leading lights, um, and what what are, what are leading lights? It's it's 
is this um is usually a pair or a, a, a number of light beacons used in in naval navigation to indicate a safe passage for vessels entering a shallow or dangerous channel and they may actually also be used for position fixing for like the vessels so um what what they they actually do how do they do that is that uh, they form a leading line that can be used for safe navigation uh, and so uh, once they are aligned where one is above the other like they provide a sense of bearing right mm -hmm. and so they this leading lights are often you know illuminated like day and night as well so i think the idea that for me um certain things needs to come into alignment Yes. Right. And what are the practical things? So number one, I I feel that uh, the inner witness, like what does God say to you? That's yes. that's important because you need to have that conviction in your heart as mm -hmm. well. Um, that may sound very spiritual, but but you know that we we ultimately want to obey the voice of God, yes, right. right? And all of us can hear the voice of God, can hear the prompting, whether it's an audible voice or like an impression mm -hmm. or prompting, uh, even just a burden within your heart mm -hmm. as well. So these are ways that what does the Holy Spirit bear witness in your in your heart? That's that's one. And the thing about that is that it never contradicts the Word of God, Amen. right? So the Word of God also f is a form of um, <clears throat> um, guidance and yeah. and wisdom, right? So uh, that's number one. Number two is I I believe you know that the the next thing that we need to align ourselves with that needs to come into alignment would be the counsel of people around us. So yeah. much like what we've already shared earlier you know having people around you that can speak into your life can bring affirmation or confirmation that yes they see these gifts in your life they see this calling mm. you, you totally should go for it or like mm. you know in my case at that time was like yes we see the calling but maybe not yet yes yeah you know go get training or whatever you know it was actually through the 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 encouragement of my my church pastor as well that you know, I considered going to TCA and then doing theological training mm -hmm. to better prepare yourself, right? Because again, it's that posture of humility to to prepare yourself so that you know you are more of a service than a disservice. <laughs> like when you are when you are involved in a work of pastoring people, teaching Amen. people, yes. and things like that. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, people around you yeah. are, are are going to speak, you know, into your into your life. But you know, again, be wise with who you you mm -hmm. invite to speak right like you you want people who you know uh have a track record of like speaking wisdom godly counsel and would even pray along with you and journey with you mm -hmm. through this through this journey mm -hmm. yeah the last one i would say very practically is your life circumstance right and you know so sometimes like you know the it's, it's very practical it's really super practical think about like where you are in a season of life mm -hmm. is it the right time right for just to give like us a, 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 a very like plain example may not be the best but if you have a dying family member of a dying wife for example you know the law's not gonna like uproot you and like you sell, I need to go. quit your job i need to go to be a missionary somewhere right like you know i think like in some ways god actually brings order into your life and yes. order into your family and you um you would even see that like certain things are shifting in your life such that it actually points you towards a certain direction yeah so for example like in your case uh god actually worked in your your dad's yes. heart you know um maybe you were in a job that you really love or maybe you really hated yeah. but you never felt the peace to leave yeah. then suddenly like oh like 
yeah, there's an open door for you to to leave. That's my story. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so I think like um, you know, we have to navigate mm. our seasons in life and steward every season like with responsibility and right. uh, ownership as well. That's right. You know, so um. Yes, there may be a coin in your life, but it may may not be the best time, right? Correct. So again, like what the, all these three things kind of like need to come into alignment, and when I feel like when these three things come into alignment, uh, you can more or less like okay, you know I feel like this is where God is going. I can safely make a and this honestly like, um, applies not just to career choice, yes. right? I think even like who you marry yeah. or like major big decisions in your life, Basically right? decisions in life. Yeah, you, you know, you look for this alignment or this, this, this three things. Yeah, um, and, and, you know, um, and, and once you have those, those alignments, I feel that, that you can, you can with confidence kind of like make certain decisions after faith. you have considered. Mm-hmm. It's still, yeah, it's still a step of faith because, you know, uh, yeah. in Psalms one 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 nine, right? It says like, "Your word is a light unto mm-hmm. my feet, a lamp unto my path," and the fact that like, you know, God's word will only lead you the next few steps. Yes. Yeah, enough. He's going to illuminate enough for you to actually make that next step of faith. You wouldn't know the entire journey. Yeah. Uh, but very often, I I I have come to learn that God leads us step by step. That's right. You know, you we, we never know. Uh, you know, even I don't know like. Well, will I still be here two years time, yeah, three years yeah, time, yeah. or where yeah. will I be? What will I be doing? You know, but but that's the whole journey of faith. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, you I think practically you will still have enough, uh, you know, um, kind of indicators for you to actually make that next step. That's right. Yeah, and so practical things, you know, uh, would be, I I think more practical things that as you begin exploring. You know whether full time calling is yours is get involved in community serve, mm. um. You know, right. you maybe there are certain things you don't have to be involved in in a full time capacity. Yeah. But like you know, go for mission trips, be involved in something. Mm. You know, until such a time where you sense the release of the Lord to 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 That's go right. into it full time, right? That's right. And like explore what what is the area of your burden or passion? Like, yeah. is it a certain country or is it a certain people group? You know, then then you wanna like devote your time into that, or even like like myself, right? Get enrolled into some D- whether it's DTS, TCA, or TTC, or AG, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, get trained, get get training because it's also a good platform and place for you to connect with other right. like-minded kingdom people that so like you could actually form very special uh kingdom friendships that will help you benefit you down That's the line. Right. You know, when you're thinking about like collaborating with other within the body of Christ That's yeah good. so so all these are very practical steps yeah. you know like it I think m- maybe my last point is that like when King David was anointed king you know uh, it wasn't until like almost 20 years later where he finally ascended the throne That's right. you know so from the time that the word of prophecy was given to when the promise was fulfilled there's a thing in between called process yeah, so I think true. we need to as much as we are committed to the prophecy to the promise we need to be committed to the process as well right there is a prophetic process that we need to go through Put it on um, and and so like uh, I think it's 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 important to kind of like realize and acknowledge yeah. that the word of God sp- spoken to you over now like uh, doesn't necessarily happen overnight That's right. but then you got to like steward that word That's you know right. until the day like, you know yeah. when when 
I had that full time calling. I was like just in poly. I was seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. It wasn't only like anting. I think I was finally joined AG when I was like twenty eight, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's a journey. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's definitely a journey. So, uh. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I think it's so important. Also, like I think I love the idea of the leading lights because, um, what can happen often is when we get the prophecy, we begin to humanly try to create, and make things work, right? And then we get so angry when it doesn't. Um, but um, as I've learned, it gives you unnecessary anxiety to do that. Um, and also you really may not be ready. Like if you throw yourself in all these like big. Situation go running after these or after the prophecy or after the promise, um, you might find yourself really burnt out, broken because you know it's not the time. So um, something that Joseph Chen shared at a recent mission service a sermon that um he gave at my church, he said, you know God gives you the jigsaw puzzles, um, and and you just wait, you just wait until like the puzzles and the the Lord will begin to fit the puzzles together. Yeah, so think of it also as like jigsaw puzzles, right? You just hold it in tension, uh, because realistically we don't see the big picture. We can't. We we don't know. Yeah, and we also don't know what God needs to heal in us before we step into places of leadership. We we don't know what the Lord wants to do in us in preparation for that. And yeah, I love that idea of the uh, um, the story of David and actually a lot of biblical characters go through years, like decades of preparation time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I I've. Like I want to encourage those of you who have a call and you're young, like you're fifteen, seventeen, eighteen years old, poly, right? To, to devote yourself to what God has called you now. <laughs> yeah, rather mm, than yeah. drop everything and like the Lord gave me this prophecy because you know in yeah. our youth we really do tend to be a bit more reckless. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So it's just it's just an encouragement for us if you are very young, if you're young and you've. Um, you really receive a call or a prophecy from the Lord. Like, just sit tight, devote yourself faithfully to everything that He's calling you to now. Whether it's your school, your family, your church, um, and just see how the Lord prepares you for for the years ahead, lah. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's good. Awesome. All right. So you know, we just want to encourage all of you if you do have a, you really do feel that you have a full time call and the Lord has spoken to you already. Um, and you would like to talk to someone, you can always like reach out to us on our Instagram, yes. <laughs> on my Instagram, <laughs> on the AG Instagram, um, and or send us a, a question on our anchor page. Um, but maybe I can just close this time with prayer, um, just praying for all of us who who have that call. Um, Father God, we just thank you, um, even for the privilege that you will partner with us. Um, and that you invite us to uh, adventures with you, journeys with you. Um, and I just pray, Lord, for each one of us who have received a call from you but don't yet see um, where you're calling us to or we don't yet see the, the path ahead of us, Lord. I just pray um, that we you will grow in us a faithfulness to steward um, where we are at, no matter how small, Lord. Um, and, and that as you lead us, Lord, we just pray that you prepare in us enough the, the courage and the faith to, to go um, in obedience, Lord, and I just thank you so much that we, um, that there's grace, um, and that there's just mercy, Lord, when we do make mistakes or we feel that things aren't going the way we want to, Lord, there's just so much grace, um, and your love poured out on us, so I just pray, Lord, for everyone who's listening, um, yeah, that you will just remind them, you just assure them, Lord, that you have it in control, that you are the greatest author there is of our lives, uh, and we can, um, wholly and trust ourselves to you. So we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Bye. We hope this Mentor Me episode has been enriching for you. Do you have a question you'd like to ask? You can send us a DM via our social media or through our podcast account. That's all we have for today. See you next time for another episode of Mentor Me.